0: I'm a professor of surgery at the University of Geneva in Switzerland, and I've been involved in uh, the islet uh, transplantation program for more than uh, 30 years. We are talking today about uh, how to measure success of transplanted islet cells. So why do we need a definition for success? I will start by showing you these figures uh, that are registry uh, reports for islets on the left-hand side, And you see that islet function is reported both in terms of insulin dependence or graft function, which is circulating C-peptide. That's a measure of the intrinsically secreted insulin. You can see that uh, roughly 25% of patients are off insulin after uh, five years, but at the same times, up to 70% of patients have C-peptides. So uh, what really matters, is it insulin independence? Is it uh, uh, C-peptide secretion? We'll speak about that a little bit later. On the right hand side, you see that the pancreas transplantation has been reported uh, in terms of uh, outcomes only as uh, survival of the graft. And survival of the graft was defined more or less as uh, patients being on or off insulin. So, what can we say about that? Pancreas survival was reported without a uniform definition until uh, the year 2022, where a new definition was, uh, was uh, decided, and uh, graft loss was defined as either the need for a retransplant, death of the patient, relisting for either an eyelid or a pancreas transplant, or need for insulin. And there is no metabolic outcome criteria in the uh, definition of uh, success or function of the pancreas graft. So what is the real meaning of insulin independence, you may ask? Is it insulin avoidance? Maybe some of these patients who are reported with a functioning graft are not on insulin, but have a graft that does not function very well and would be would benefit from uh, some insulin. And what is the value of uh, this uh, definition of graft success? I'm talking about here the pancreas, when you don't have uh, metabolic results that are uh, integrated into the definition. To... Uh, understand how we should uh, better define the outcomes, I think we need to look at what are the, uh, the uh, indications and the objectives of islet transplantation. Islet transplantation is done mostly in two um, uh, modalities. The first is islet transplant alone, which is uh, directed to patients with severe hypoglycemia. And of course, the goals are to prevent uh, severe hypoglycemia, to restore hypoglycemia awareness, but also in the long run to prevent the progression of other secondary diabetic complications. In islet after kidney, it's a different uh, game, uh, ball game. You need to protect the kidney graft primarily, but of course you also need to prevent the progression of other secondary diabetic complications in the long run. And in uh, countries outside of the U.S. where simultaneous islet kidney is also performed, this is the same uh, objective. So in this regard, what are the outcomes of interest? Of course, insulin independence or more refinely, insulin needs is an outcome of interest. But also, what are the metabolic uh, situations at the time? Fasting blood glucose is important. Functional parameters, and I'm talking here about C-peptide secretion, as we have uh, told before, is also important. More specifically, for islet transplant alone, the occurrence of uh, severe hypoglycemic events is something that has to be known because obviously it should be down to zero. And the percent of time below the set range that can very easily be measured on a continuous glucose monitoring system is important. And of course, the percentage ideally should be zero. In island uh, after kidney, HbA1c is uh, also very important. This gives you uh, an idea of the uh, of the metabolic uh, uh, stability of the uh, of the of your graft, but also the uh, percent of the time above range. So, what I would like to show you here, and uh, I'm presenting to you the latest data of the Edmonton uh, series where they're reporting their uh, results at 20 years after. Um, Uh, islet transplantation. The first, uh, on the upper uh, left side, you can see insulin dependence, which is 8% at 20 years. This may seem very uh, little, uh, but uh, when you look at graft function, you have almost uh, 50% of graft survival at 20 years, which is extremely uh, good uh, in comparison to uh, to pancreas transplantation, for, uh, for example. In terms of metabolic outcomes, you can see on the right hand right hand side upper panel, HbA1c in functioning grafts is six percent at twenty years. It means that it is normal. Half of the patients have a normal blood sugar control at twenty years, and below the hypo score. This is a score designed to measure hypoglycemia, uh, the importance of hypoglycemic events, and you see that the score is zero. So it has a very long-lasting effect on preventing hypoglycemic events. So bearing this in mind, that insulin dependence is not a refined uh, measure of uh, of function, uh, a group of... um, Pancreas and islet transplant surgeons and physicians uh, met in a consensus uh, conference um, uh, in uh, in Austria in uh, 2015 and uh, decided on what should be the criteria for function and for success. And we came with uh, this definition that we call the uh, Eagles criteria, in which we integrated functional like C-peptide, metabolic, HbA1c, therapeutic, insulin use, and clinical severe hypoglycemic uh, events criteria to uh, define function and success. And these criteria, which is interesting, are equally applicable to islet and pancreas transplant, and it allows to comparisons between the two modalities. And you can see here that there are four categories of Functional uh, outcome, optimal, good, marginal, and failure based on uh, diverse categories of HbA1c, hypoglycemia, insulin requirements, and C-peptide. And the treatment was considered a success uh, when it was in the first two categories, optimal or good, and a failure if it was in the marginal or uh, failure uh, category. Of course, since these criteria were devised and published, there, there has been a lot of, uh, of progress with, uh, with uh, continuous glucose monitoring, pumps, and sensors uh, for diabetic patients. And new criteria were defined incorporating the CGMS uh, values. And this was published uh, last year. And we call that the Eagles uh, 2.0 criteria. And basically, uh, we integrated uh, CGMS data in the definition. And this is. Roughly, the time in range uh, for uh, for uh, stability and the time below range for hypoglycemia, and there is a differentiation of treatment outcome and beta cell graft function assessment, but the same categories of outcome and success are kept. So, uh, treatment outcome always optimal, good marginal failure, beta cell function optimal, good marginal failure, and treatment success is yes. When the uh, the outcome is optimal or good, so I am not going to um, to uh, to detail all the these criteria because it would be beside the point. And uh, I'm giving you here the uh, the, the reference uh, that you can use and go and and check. But uh, you will see that these are extremely easy to utilize to uh, define uh, the outcome of your graph. and they are. Uh, use, usable uh, repeatedly as you uh, follow up your, your patient. So to conclude, the eagles criteria provide a reproducible definition of outcomes and success for islet st- cell transplantation. They are easy to use. They are a refined assessment outcome beyond the on-off insulin criterion. They are applicable to pancreas transplantation and allow direct comparison with a unified vocabulary. But what is very important, especially in these times of, of, of new development, progress and, uh, and breakthrough uh, trials, they are apl- applicable to the assessment of other form of beta cell replacement therapies, and notably stem cell-derived uh, beta cell uh, tissues insulin producing tissues and the applicability to an artificial pancreas system should also be uh, be tested with these uh, criteria because of course insulin is by definition uh, what is used in an artificial pancreas so I thank you for having listened to, uh, to this and I, I hope uh, you have uh, learned a lot and uh, please be, uh, feel free to uh, to get back to the references provided, thank you